0: Welcome to Burton's Breaking News, your place for breaking news with no spin so that you can make up your own mind. I am your host, Andrew Burton, and here is today's news. Today's date is August 3rd, 2022, and here is today's breaking news. President Biden announced the other day that Ayman al-Zawahiri, a key al-Qaeda terrorist leader and successor to Osama bin Laden, was killed in a U.S. drone strike on July 25th of this year. The president said, we make it clear again tonight that no matter how long it takes, no matter where you hide, if you are a threat to our people, the U.S. will find you and take you out. According to the Washington Examiner, Al Zawahiri was the last free or living mastermind of the 9-11 Islamic terrorist attack on the United States. After his death, everyone believed to be involved in the attack is either now dead or in jail. President Biden also alluded to Al Zawahiri being implicated in the attacks on American embassies in Tanzania and Kenya, as well as the attack on the USS Cole, during the Clinton administration. Al-Zawahiri has spent most of his adult life being implicated in assassinations across Sudan, Pakistan, Egypt, and the United States, as well as calling for Islamic martyrdom against nations like the US, Russia, and Israel. Up until now, Al-Zawahiri was believed to be hiding out in Pakistan which has a history of being a hideout for known terrorists such as Osama bin Laden, who was killed by SEAL Team 6 under Obama's orders in 2011. His return to Afghanistan coincidentally occurred after the U.S. withdrew ground forces from Afghanistan a year ago, prompting him to feel safe to communicate and live more freely in the country. President Biden continued saying that none of his family members were hurt and there were no civilian casualties. According to reports, al-Zawahiri and his family had relocated to a safe house in Kabul. The CIA and other U.S. intelligence agencies were able to determine his identity and confirm his location. A drone was dispatched by the CIA and they were able to detect he was on the outside balcony while his family was in another part of the home. So when the Hellfire missile struck, al-Zawahiri was the only casualty. While this is a victory for the war on terror, a Taliban spokesperson claimed that the US committed a clear violation of the Doha peace agreement, which facilitated the US withdrawal of ground troops, and allowed the Taliban to overtake the Afghan government by force, which allowed it to install barbaric practice of Sharia law. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, meanwhile, accused the Taliban of hosting and sheltering the Al-Qaeda leader in Kabul and grossly violated the Doha peace agreement. What's next for Al-Qaeda? After the death of the mastermind of nearly all of Al-Qaeda's major worldwide attacks, it's likely these groups will focus on local conflicts as opposed to global ones. Their last major terrorist strike was in 2005 in a London bombing that killed 52 people. The death of al-Zawahiri should further disorganize Al-Qaeda and make it even more clear to them and the rest of the world that the US will not tolerate acts of terror on its people. Now that you've heard the facts, what does this mean for you? Do you feel safer knowing that al-Zawahiri is dead? Do you think the U.S. had the right to send in a drone to assassinate one of the masterminds of 9-11? Do you think Afghanistan has a right to be upset? Or did they violate the peace agreement by harboring al-Zawahiri? Is it possible that the United States withdrew ground forces too early from Afghanistan? Thank you for listening to Burton's Breaking News. If you liked what you heard, please take two seconds to leave a review and hit subscribe button and share it with a friend. You can always find me on Twitter at NISDBurton and Instagram at Burton underscore teaches underscore history. Now that you've heard the facts, go and make up your own mind, America.